Good evening and welcome. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour two of the broadcast here on this Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey, and this is Beyond the Official Narrative. And we have with us, of course, Wednesday co-host, Mr. David Scorpio, And, of course, you should be sure to check out uh, David's broadcast every Sunday right here on the Republic Broadcasting Network. That is, of course, always, well, central time with the station here, 4 p.m. The Scorpio International Holding Company, LLC, 4 to 6 central so, yeah, I uh, came across a couple on this shared in the uh, I texted you and, and shared in the Skype just now. And, yeah, evidently this parade was going on today and we're hearing one dead, nine injured after shots fired at Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Uh, this most recent update from 4.30 p.m. Eastern. The Kansas City Fire Department announced that one individual has died and nine others have been injured in the shooting in Kansas City, Missouri during the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Officials told ABC News that three victims are in critical condition, five are in serious condition, and one has non-life-threatening injuries. The shooting took place near Union Station at Chiefs. As Chiefs fans were leaving the parade, about one million parade goers and 600 law enforcement officers Officers were expected at Wednesday's celebration, ABC noted. An earlier report stated police detained two gunmen. And yeah, the other source I have was also mentioning having detained two gunmen. Uh, No further information about them. Uh, Well, wait, no, wait. It looks like there was a a, a video of uh, someone being, being brought to the ground. I don't know if you can see a... Now, it looks like you can't even get near them, the cameraman. You can't tell anything about the perp, uh, such as perhaps ethnicity or something. But I don't know if there's much more to uh, report in this other one I have. Two armed perps in custody, situation rapidly evolving, uh, reports of multiple victims and an unfolding response from law enforcement. Pretty much the same information. Let's see, the Kansas City Fire Department labels the situation as fluid, indicating the ongoing challenges in managing the aftermath of the incident. Well, who who cares what the fire department says? No offense to what they they are uh, uh, trained for and risk their lives for. Shots fired. Gunfire occurs west of Union Station with police confirming that several people have been hit. Suspects in custody, two armed individuals have been detained in connection with the shooting, uh, providing some level of control over the situation. Large police presence. The area witnesses a significant and necessary police presence to manage the aftermath and ensure public safety. FBI involvement. The FBI is on the scene. 
indicating the seriousness of the incident and potential federal implications. I don't know. Doesn't something have to occur in more than one state uh, or, or have uh, aspects uh, related to its execution in one or more state for them to be involved, David? Well, it depends uh, if, what, what kind of uh, operation this really is. Uh, Richard, <laughs> I don't know enough about it to, uh, you know, say this is some kind of false flag or a fake event. I don't know. Uh, but what I find interesting just from hearing the story is I'm actually amazed that a million people show up to a parade uh, for a football game. Uh, I don't think you could get a million Americans to protest anything, uh, but they'll show up to a, a parade for the Super Bowl victors. Uh, it's hard to believe that a million people showed up to that. That's a yeah. commentary on our times. Yeah, a million people show up to a, a Super Bowl victory parade four days after the Super Bowl, you know, on a Wednesday in the middle of the week. Yeah, I mean, as though this is something important or significant, you know, it's just, uh, it's amazing. I, I don't think you, you'd get a, a million Americans to do almost anything else. They sure wouldn't go out there and protest for their own rights or uh, for jobs or something like that. Uh, I find it amazing, but it's a real, it's an eye into our time right there. <laughs> Touche. Indeed it is. Um, there's uh, an interesting one. Ooh, hmm, did I lose my uh, my article here? There was uh, some announcement of a security threat, and, you know, many are suspicious of the timing of it, uh, basically, I don't know if you uh, heard about what it's referring to here. Wow, it's just like totally uh, disappeared into some, maybe it was just due to some ad. And maybe I clicked on something without without meaning to, well, can just. Uh, yeah, I'll have to look into that a little further, uh, you know, before I can comment as to whether or not I think it's some kind of false flag or just some lunatic. Uh, God only knows. At this yeah. point. <laughs> uh, no, evidently I got to some ads and uh, oh, you'd, you'd think I'd be. Oh, I finally did get back. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Concerns grow over the timing and motives behind the recent announcement of a serious national security threat. Amid a wave of skepticism, questions arise over the recent public announcement of a serious national security threat. Critics highlight. The timing of the revelation suggesting a strategic move to pressure the House into approving a $100 billion aid bill for Ukraine. Uh, so, yeah, this was just out today, this article. Well, blog. The speculation intensifies with the assumption that the alleged threat involves Russia, aiming to justify the urgency for financial aid to Ukraine. CNN reporting on the matter adds to the suspicions, and journalist Natasha Bertrand's involvement raises eyebrows given her past reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop controversy. Uh, House Intel Chair Mike Turner, responsible for the public statement on the threat, adds to the skepticism by emphasizing the necessity of passing the aid bill to Ukraine. Uh, the confluence of these elements fuels concerns about the authenticity of the national security threat and raises questions about potential ulterior motives behind the public announcement. 
As the narrative unfolds, the public demands transparency and clarity to discern the true nature of the alleged threat and its connection to aid bill discussions. So, yeah, that that that, that pretty much is, is is where it was going with that. You know, not so much about any possible false flags uh, coming, uh, engineered incidents, but. Uh, it's just alluding to to reinforcing the need for this funding, David. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, like I said, I I, I predict they're going to do this funding bill a long time ago, and uh, that's more important than what's going on in our in our own country is funding foreign wars and meddling in other people's business. Uh, far more important than countries here at home, apparently. This one might be a little interesting, speaking of close to home, for RBN. Uh, a vehicle has driven through an emergency room in Austin, Texas, and we had mass casualties. Uh, but it drove through an emergency room at a medical center yeah, with these multiple injuries. Currently, numerous law enforcement and other emergency personnel are on the scene in Austin, Texas, after this vehicle. This was the emergency room at the St. David's North Austin Medical Center. EMS officials estimate there are between 20 to 49 patients with reports of 11 people injured. They're categorizing it as a level four mass casualty incident, and police are urging people to avoid the area. This is still developing. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you can only wonder who was behind the wheel there, eh? Yeah, probably an illegal alien. No, who knows? There's a lot of crazy people out there now, Richard, more than I've ever seen. A lot of unbalanced uh, people everywhere now. Uh, it's uh, a strange time. Indeed. We have uh, people uh, who are strange uh, reporting on the Times as well, no less. Vivek Ramswamy and Russell Brand are out there talking about the establishment's 2024 big money agenda. So um, I think that <laughs> that reporting just stands on its own there. Biden gun rule being drafted to effectively ban private sales. ATF whistleblowers are reporting on this. We had a cop unloading his gun at an unarmed suspect who was in the back of his vehicle cuffed, like, you know, while he was in his patrol car. Um, The cop thought he was shot, allegedly, okay? So this is, yeah, you know, they have video of this. Uh, This is wild. The person posting it says, the cop imagined he was shot by someone in his patrol car, then opens fire on his vehicle with the unarmed suspect in the back cuffed. And to dovetail that one, Uh, We had an incident of two cops mistakenly unloading their guns at a a homeowner. The Harris County Sheriff's Department has released body-worn camera video following a shooting last week on Ovade Road. Fox 26 reporter Jade Fleury has the latest. And, yeah, they have video of that. Two cops mistakenly unloading their guns on a homeowner. Uh, Biden expresses... Outrage as Alejandro Mayorkas becomes first cabinet secretary to face impeachment in nearly 150 years. 
Now, Biden released the following statement. History will not look kindly on House Republicans for their blatant act of unconstitutional partisanship that has targeted an honorable public servant in order to play petty political games. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, a Cuban immigrant who came to the United States with his family as political refugees, has spent more than two decades serving America with integrity in a decorated career in law enforcement and public service. From the time in the Justice Department as a U.S. attorney to his service as deputy secretary and now security of home, a secretary of Homeland Security, he has upheld the rule of law faithfully and has demonstrated a deep commitment to the values that make our nation great. This impeachment already failed once on a bipartisan vote. Instead of staging political stunts like this, Republicans with genuine concerns about the border should want Congress to develop, deliver more border resources and stronger border security. Sadly, the same Republicans pushing this baseless impeachment are rejecting bipartisan plans Secretary Mayorkas and others in my administration have worked hard on to strengthen border security at this very moment, reversing from years of their own demands to pass stronger border bills giving up on real solutions right when they are needed most in order to play politics is not what the American people expect from their leaders. Congress needs to act to give me, Secretary Mayorkas, and my administration the tools and resources needed to address the situation at the border. The House also needs to pass the Senate's National Security Supplemental right away. We will continue pursuing pursuing real solutions to the challenges Americans face. The House Republicans have to decide whether to join us to solve the problem or keep playing politics with the border. So there, just straight from our great commander-in-chief, President Biden's mouth himself, David. Well, I see this as another fail for the Republicans. You know, uh, the course it was fun watching you know the jew mayorkas squirm a little bit and then play the holocaust card and have nobody care that was kind of cool i did enjoy that but ultimately you know this is all just uh showbiz showbiz here they're they're going after this mayorkas character when he's just enforcing the policy of the administration so it, you know it's, it's a feel-good moment and we'll see if it actually makes it through the um, through the house i doubt it will so uh, it's going to be a big nothing burger in the end, and uh, the border is going to stay open, and the Republicans really don't want to do anything about this any more than the Democrats do. They both love the influx of new voters and cheap labor, depending on which side you want to look at it. Um, so both sides love it, and this could have been solved a long time ago. And, of course, he was the great conservative Ronald Reagan, who first uh, passed an amnesty bill. Yes, no. Um, you really don't have any argument for me and both sides on some issues, more or less, you know, uh, work together. Uh, there are certain key issues that Republicans pretend to take a uh, an oppositional stance, and really it's just to sulk about their losses every so often and rather than actually. I mean, how often do you see legislation pushing back against any leftist policies, right? Well, Much part less. of the problem is, is the Republicans don't really have an agenda of their own. They should have an America First uh, agenda with uh, tariffs 
on imported goods uh, to pay for the government. That's been the traditional, um, you know, conservative. If you really had a conservative movement of any kind, they'd be talking about that and they'd be talking about jobs and uh, bring the economy back to something where we have a real manufacturing uh, capability in this country once again to make things other than bombs. But uh, we don't have that. The Republicans are a fraudulent party every bit as much as the Democrats. Uh, their, their role is to fail and to really tap their foot on the brakes once in a while, but really never offer any viable conservative uh, America First solutions. Now, I have a a curious little video clip I actually sent to our producer at Skype 2. Uh, maybe he could cue that up for us uh, regarding our illustrious president, because uh, this is it's pretty uh, cringeworthy how one described it. Uh, we had this, uh, I don't know what, uh, Black outreach is, is how it's being described. Video, Joe Biden's X account uh, posted this uh, saying it, it's great to spend time with Christian and Carter to discuss their involvement in their community and schools. Okay, that's how he... Uh, I don't know. You know, that's how he described the video. It's great to spend time with Christian and Carter. Now, the, I have a YouTube version of it that I sent to the producer uh, to have queued up there. It's pretty pretty short, you know, but it's, it's just ridiculous. Uh, Joe Biden has this video. He's speaking with this black family, you know, and he's eating fried chicken and talking about basketball i mean <laughs> it's just really weird and i did watch it and uh i don't know if if, if, if mr producer if you do have that uh ready hey, all that's missing is the watermelon there uh richard <laughs> yeah right so yeah let, let's try to play it uh if, if you do have that uh, available sir Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not hearing response. Maybe, uh, maybe our producer stepped away at the moment. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I I, I sent a, a YouTube YouTube to uh, to Skype too. I'm sorry. I, okay, I guess we didn't have. Uh, I. Sh- okay. So yeah, no. This is just really. Uh, I mean, the way the one uh, uh, blog posted it, they said B- Biden puts out a video of himself. Talking about basketball and eating chicken with a black family. <laughs> and then the other one, Joe Biden drops cringeworthy. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, you got chicken fingers, you got. You got <laughs> I went the route of making sure I had the So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion in sports? I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right now, I'm just doing basketball, playing guard on the JV team for my school. How about the school? How are y'all doing in school? You should tell the president about the school. Favorite thing about it is the business academy I'm in. 
we get to like travel, so we've been to like NC State, uh, Wake Tech, and we, yeah, we went to this small dry cleaning business, and it's just, it's cool, it's a great experience. I'm impressed. Is that a new program in school? Yes, sir, it is. It just started just a couple of years ago. You know how much this guy loves you. Yeah. You just feel it, can't you? Yes, sir. Your dad jumped in front of the bull for you. By the way, we dads are hard to raise once you're a teenager. We're hard to raise, so you gotta be patient with us, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. <laughs> patient. Okay, and that's how it ends. You know, it's just um, like a minute and 11 seconds. So, David, your thoughts on that, sir? Well, bizarre. You know, uh, every day, Joe Biden starts to look a little bit more like Mr. Magoo and sound a little bit more like Homer Simpson's dad. I mean, this is, I, I, I can hardly understand what he was saying. It was just like the uh, the crazy old guy at the end of the table. Just, just let him talk. He won't bother you. Just let him talk. <laughs> Keep saying yes and nod your head. Yeah, but it's it's the setting is you know just this family's living room, uh, you know dining room table rather, and you have the black father and you have the two black boys, you know sitting uh, next to each other along the table, and uh, and then Biden, you know across from the father, and they're eating. I mean, it kind of looks like takeout. Too. It looks like KFC, honestly. But, <laughs> but yeah, all this fried chicken. And, you know, they go into the basketball right away. So, I mean, it's just so bizarre. I mean, I just, you could see why I wanted to present it, right? But, uh. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty embarrassing. That's pretty cringe, pretty embarrassing, and uh, really patronizing. You know, if you're like a black person, that that's so patronizing. It's it's insulting, but you know, I don't know. Maybe it works. Who knows? <laughs> ah, and so uh, you know, we will take some calls if if people would like to call in in this second hour today. Uh, we're hearing China dominates shipbuilding, uh, surpassing the U.S. Well, just add it to the list of things they manufacture far more than we do. I mean, that was perhaps that was the last thing on the list, shipbuilding, I guess. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, America, through free trade and uh, the great geniuses in Washington, have systematically handed over the entire manufacturing base of the country, or, or at least the, mo- the most part. And uh, it's a disgrace. And now all of a sudden, Trump... Hmm. I guess I lost you for a second there. Um, not sure if you're back or may need to reconnect there. And we're hearing claims that they're starting to send some of these illegals back to Texas who were sent uh, to blue cities. Okay, it looks like we have a caller on. Uh, David, and yeah, I don't know. You may want to uh, reconnect uh, for a moment there. But um, 
I mean, the first one example I have here, these are with videos attached, but it's not really clear uh, what city, uh, you know, this person, you know, what state rather uh, they they were from uh, with their flight heading to Houston, uh, saying that a group which appeared to be illegals was ushered in and they're guessing that they were being sent back. Then someone else added with another X post saying same thing on our flight from Phoenix to Dallas yesterday. Uh, so, you know, Phoenix to Dallas and the other one from somewhere to Houston. But they're saying on the one from Phoenix to Dallas, a group from Guatemala carrying documents from DHS that read, quote, release on recognizance, unquote. Documents said, quote, you have been arrested and are being processed for removal, unquote. So, uh, you know, I don't know, take that for what it's worth there. And FBI source claiming terror in New York City. The Venezuela gang El Tren de Aragua teaming up with MS-13 using mopeds for grabbing people's open cell phones. And... Uh, Hearing about how American households are entering a death trap. Uh, do leftists believe leftism doesn't work? And uh, lastly, here, uh, well, the establishment still doesn't get Trump. <laughs> it's an article at Real Clear Wire, and they're going on and on um, about how you know everyone seems like they're still trying to gaslight the public that you know he's not getting. Uh, much of the popular vote, whereas he is. And, you know, I, I don't know. They, they go on to talk about his appeal and likelihood of being able to win when he won in 2016 and almost in uh, 2020. It doesn't really challenge the uh, the election or, you know, assume that it couldn't be rigged just as much this time. Um, regardless, many think that they uh, the establishment wants... And it's time for another Trump presidency in the uh, mind of the establishment, though. Uh, so I don't know. And and David, I, I see you you managed to get back here. Um, yeah, some people were claiming on different flights it might be some illegals getting sent back to parts of Texas, one from somewhere or other to Houston, another from Phoenix to Dallas. Uh, Phoenix to Dallas had a bunch of Guatemalans with DHS documents, very suspicious. But... Um, I'm not sure where exactly you uh, you dropped off there. I don't know. I see there's a uh, caller. Did you want to add anything before we jump to the call? No, let's go ahead and take the call. Okay. Well, we may have to bring him into the next uh, segment, but Joe in Florida is with us. Hey, Joe, how's it going? What's on your mind? Hey, Richard. Hey, Dave. Good to hear you guys. Um, thanks for taking the call. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, Russia Ukraine, and this thing, the story you mentioned earlier about Representative Mike Turner, there's a little piece of that which which uh, is not apparent at first blush. But So last week, if you remember, there was a whole big focus, all Republicans are talking about the border, you know, yada, yada, which I'm, fine, you know, I'm glad they, they killed that bill, essentially, in the House. But I remember watching the news, and they're, oh, this Republican, uh, you know, let's fix the border. And then I saw a news story. Representative Mike Turner, 
a Republican. Uh, is it is he talking about the border? Is he where? No, 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 no. He's in Kiev meeting with Volodymyr Zelensky. This was like Thursday or Friday, and he was there on the weekend. And so that's the first thing. And a little suspicion, like, what's going on? I mean, it's like, you know, people are focusing finally on something about America. And this Republican, right, is in Kiev. Um, do you want me to hold? We can go to the break. Yeah, please. Yeah, please do. We'll be right back, folks. Sure. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. 
Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Folks, beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting, Richard Carey here with David Scorpio, and we have Joe in Florida with us. Joe, uh, please continue, sir. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, so this uh, Congressman uh, Representative Mike Turner from Ohio, he's the chair of the House Intel Committee. Uh, so I was, I was saying that I had noticed in the middle of this whole focus, every Republican was talking about the border. All of a sudden, he shows up in in uh, Kiev with some other, like there were four, two Democrats and two Republicans. And then, of course, so today, that story that you read earlier, Richard, uh, he's urging the president to declassify this information that, that he is the House Intel chair is aware of. But it's, you know, so that it can be more public. All right. So. This uh, and then I saw a report recently where people are saying, "Oh, it, it relates to Russia, right? It's leaking out, right?" He's saying, "Oh, we, you know, we don't want to alarm anybody, but there's this threat, you know, and maybe tomorrow it's going to be uh, declassified, or something like the administration may actually make a statement about this mysterious national security threat, right? Which now people or sources are saying, oh, it has to do with Russia military threat. Now, I'll step back just one minute because this is a key part of it. And <clears throat> I actually happen to think that the, the, about the Tucker and Putin interview, you know, the timing for somebody as brilliant, in my opinion, as Putin is never coincidental. Okay. Because Tucker's been trying to get that interview for three years. And then I, uh, you know, he gets it last week. I'm saying I wouldn't put it past the intelligence of Putin to do as a preemptive uh, uh, strike, information war strike, against what they probably know is coming, and that's what we're talking about here. I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow there, this is a false flag against Russia, okay? So wherever this threat is, gonna be, Russia did this, et cetera, et cetera, and it's going to gin up. Uh, oh, we have to take some kind of military action uh, against Russia. Uh, the reason, the other indicators are that they're so desperate now with Ukraine uh, that uh, the wheels are falling off the bus, even as we speak. It's just they have the new military leader, and he said uh, he's actually come out and said, well, we're only fighting a defensive war now, you know which I don't know if that's true, but it shows that they're desperate. Even the fact that they switched out their military commanders. Uh, they, they, the Jews in the State Department needed somebody more bloodthirsty, right? This guy, the new leader, his name is uh, Sersky, and his nickname is the Butcher of Bakhmut, okay? So apparently Zeluzhny, 
right? They weren't happy. Uh, Victoria Newland wasn't happy with him, so he's gone and he's replaced with a more bloodthirsty person who who will promise to murder more Ukrainian Christians. But what I'm saying is that this is the false flag. I think what we're going to see tomorrow unveiling is this false flag, and it's possible. I'm not saying it's definite, but I think that Putin understood that they're, they've now reached the point of desperation where they're doing their false flag, whatever it is, uh, and so he wanted to preempt it. What do you think? David? Well, interesting theory. Uh, uh, yeah, I have trouble believing that the uh, war is very, very popular uh, as Ukrainian. Oh, you seem to be breaking up quite a bit there. Hmm, not really picking you up, David. I don't know if another reconnection could help. I know you just reconnected. But, um... Let me take an opportunity, Richard. Is that okay? Yeah, please. Yeah, and I, w- I do want to hear Dave's uh, response to that idea. You know, it's not a prediction, but just a, a theory. Uh, talking about Israel, actually, which is, you know, it's, it's, everything's happening at once, right? So I'm actually becoming even more convinced now that that uh, that Israel, the leadership in Israel, uh, and others are convinced uh, they're working against this, the so-called 80-year uh, no Jewish empire has lasted more than 80 years. It's like a, a biblical thing, and it's actually historically true. And so they're very desperately aware. They know Israel just had 75 years in existence. That's the only excuse I can explain, because it seems clear to me now that not not that I ever thought Netanyahu wasn't a psychopath, evil, uh, genocidal maniac, but they are pushing the pedal to the metal. In other words, now he's got a war. He, he's going to fire against Lebanon. He, he's, he's increasing that at the same time that he's just about to engage in this Rafa massacre down by Egypt. So in other words, he's instigating both Egypt and Lebanon at the same time. There's no way... There's no way that, even if as delusional as he is, he could be unaware that that will actually institute, instigate, uh, you know, basically World War III. I mean, there's no way that you're going to get away with uh, antagonizing Egypt, even if Egypt is kind of controlled by the U.S. to a certain degree. Egypt will not sit back and allow them to push one million uh, Palestinians into into Egypt uh, uh, over the, from Rafa, which is what's going to happen. And Lebanon, Lebanon is, is totally backed by, you know, the Hezbollah people. They're not afraid to instigate it. So, I mean, that's the other war, is <laughs> if we don't have enough mm-hmm. going on. But right, uh, right. to me, that's disturbing. Well, I mean, are, we have disturbing. David. Yeah. Well, we have David back to uh, respond to your first set of comments. Uh, David? Yeah, you're muted at the moment, David. Yeah, regarding um, well, Putin and Russia involving uh, mostly Ukraine uh, before uh, we lost you there. But yeah, you need to unmute uh, and 
And maybe we can hear you now. Scorpio. Oh, okay, he, he disconnected again. Uh, I guess he's okay. not picking us up. All right, now he's <laughs> yeah, joined again. So, okay, David. Okay. Hey, David, can you hear me now? Are you back with us, Scorpio? All right, Joe, we'll continue, and uh, David can chime in if you can hear us. The Mossad is working overtime tonight. Um, (laughs) No, yeah, well, just going back to the Russian thing, I don't want to jump all over the place, but, yeah, this idea that this Mike Turner, the Republican uh, uh, Zog puppet, uh, is going to roll out some kind of oh mysterious right? If it's such a serious mis- uh, security threat, why why is he not telling us what it is now? Right? Uh, he's trying to hype up a thing because he specifically just flew in from Kiev to uh, to report to the bosses. They're desperate. That's the one side that which I I think is is enveloping. This is a coming for. This is like a red alert, false flag incoming. Right tomorrow, I think it's going to be. They're 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 going to roll out some outrageously false. Uh, oh, Russia did something like whatever. Okay, and that's what I said about Putin being so intelligent. Is that I I'm pretty sure the way he he he's always about ten or twenty steps ahead of the rest of the the world, the West. So he probably understood that they are so desperate. Now they're going to roll out their false flag. They wanted to sort of preempt that by speaking really to the West. And the American people generally, uh, in that interview with Tucker, where, I mean, even if you don't know anything about uh, Putin, you couldn't help but be impressed after that interview. Hopefully he's right that that's a good preemptive strike, because I'm convinced there's a, a false flag coming right down the pike on the Russia thing. Are you with us, David? Uh, yes, I am, and I, I agree partially with that. Um, I wasn't all that impressed with all the talk of Nazis and uh, the Holocaust and World War II. But again, that's part of the Russian national narrative. So obviously, he's not going to—he's not going to contradict that, whether he believes it or not. Yeah, and and the—did uh, you hear what I said? I don't know if you might have been disconnected about this thing in Israel, uh, Dave. Uh, which w- w- it has to do with no, the... Uh, no, could you, could yeah. you repeat it? I, I, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. It just goes back to this. I think you've heard of this. The uh, no Jewish empire lasts more than 80 years idea, which is, I guess, biblical. But And, and what I'm saying is that the only way to understand the, the way Netanyahu and the leaders are now behaving with... Now, these latest steps, they're literally going to go and destroy uh, or scorch earth on Ra- on Rafa, which is absolutely going to antagonize Egypt. There's no choice. Uh, Egypt has to do something. And the uh, the attacks in the north by uh, into Lebanon are, are increasing. What I'm saying is that there's a time frame that Netanyahu, Netanyahu and the others or working on that we're not aware of, which is that they are going to pedal to the metal. They are willing to, you know, instigate like a world war because they know their time is up, right? Uh, I, I, I happen to think that, that, uh, that their behavior can only be understood of, of somebody that thinks that way, that they are facing extinction because they are literally openly becoming genocidal maniacs. They didn't be able to cover it up. But it's impossible to ignore it. What do you think? Well, I, I agree with the most part uh, with that. But uh, I don't think that 
Egypt's going to do anything. I really don't. I, I think there's secret deals that have been cut with all this. Because the Arab world has stood by for the most part uh, over the last uh, 50 years, really, uh, and let Israel do pretty much whatever it wants. So uh, I don't think this is going to be any great exception. Um, I, I think there's secret deals that have been cut. I can't prove that. But uh, I'm not expecting to see Israel or Lebanon do anything of, of note uh, here. I think it's, and I don't think it's going to expand to a world war either. I don't think it's going to go there. I just think they're just going to try to uh, do things to take your attention away from what's happening in Gaza. And what's going to happen in Rafah is going to be really, really nasty because you're basically going to be gutting innocent people down in the streets. And it's going to be um, a bloodbath. And, and what, it's hard to believe that they're actually insane enough to be doing this, but it's, I, I believe it's what they're going to do. And, and what about the uh, opening statement uh, Joe had? Uh, David, I don't know if you caught most of that. He's talking about just Putin's strategy. It's mostly about Ukraine, uh, basically, Joe, was it not? Well, uh I differ a little bit with that. I, I think Putin's in on this whole thing. And uh, I think a deal has been cut where Russia is going to end up with um, a little part of Ukraine there at some point, And the rest of the country is going to be turned over to the West and essentially become a backup Israel or an Israel 2.0. Uh, and you're going to see uh, a completely rebuilt Ukraine in a whole new image with new people. That's already baked in the cake, uh, no matter who wins the war. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Really, yeah. They, they they sort of wiped out the whole country, basically. Um, yeah, but I do think. I mean, you. Could, I mean, I, again, not predictions, but I also think that this thing with that Congressman Turner, the House Intel, that that's something to watch because I think that's an incoming false flag. Maybe it'll fail, but uh, to me, it's an indicator that they're reaching even worse desperation levels, uh, and. Uh, that that should be something we should be aware of, that they're going to claim something really outrageous uh, about Russia. And then all of a sudden, oh, how could you not be for, uh, you know, uh, supporting Ukraine, right? Ukraine's the one that's going to take on Russia. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's pretty absurd. It really is. Uh, you know, you've got they, they admit that roughly a quarter of the population has already left the country. Uh, that's staggering alone. It is hard to know how many people have been killed on the Ukrainian side. You know, I've heard various estimates. So uh, up to 500,000, I doubt it's that high. Uh, but um, certainly at least 50,000 people looks like have been killed at, at minimum. So, so well, we'll right see. now, right now, they're saying at least a couple of uh, areas are, are definitely going to be a, a part of Russia when this is over. Uh, was Kiev among those? Uh, 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 will Kiev be among those? I mean, uh, ultimately. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you think some are, think the plan will be it will all be absorbed by Russia? Is that do you, David? Do you think that? No, uh, no, 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 no. I do not believe that's not the deal that's been cut. It's not going to happen. Uh, they want us to think that that's a real possibility. But um, if Putin had wanted to play that strategy out. He would have played this war out very differently than he has. Uh, they could have decapitated uh, the regime at the very beginning, and they could have neutralized pretty much every 
military base inside Ukraine uh, when they had absolute air superiority at the very beginning, but they chose not to. Uh, of course, Russia built almost all the military bases, so they know exactly where they are, and they have a blueprint to all the military bases. So they could have neutralized all of that and toppled the regime at the very beginning. So I don't think that's in play here. Joe, yeah. any yeah. final thought? Uh, to yeah, to that? I agree. I yeah, I was just saying, I agree with that. And, yeah, I agree with Dave also that uh, Putin is not interested, for instance, in Western uh, Ukraine at all. He, he actually would prefer not to have anything to do with that because, uh, you know, you get the Azov people are, are actually there. And also there's a religious distinction there in Ukraine. You know, people over in the West are, are Catholics uh, and Greek Catholic. And then the the Russian Orthodox people Orthodox people are in a large area. So, uh, yeah, I think ultimately he's going to have a large portion of it. There's not going to be any choice about it. And they'll give, they'll give us a very small area that they'll call Ukraine. Um, and, uh, you know, they'll be happy. I, I think it is, um, a very high number, maybe not 500,000, but I think it's, it's like maybe 400,000 people were killed. Remember in the very beginning, they did this thing where they airlifted out the Jews from Ukraine. Hello? I remember the TV commercials, these pathetically, what they call them, International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Give me a break. And what they were saying was... Yeah, oh, I saw that too, Joe. Yeah, I saw outrageous. that too. Disgusting. Really and is. they, they said... All these, these poor Ukrainian Jews that didn't have any money. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Give me a break. And, and, and they said, oh, we have to airlift them out. What's his name? Hagee, Rabbi, Rabbi John Hagee, let's call him. He was on the commercial. Oh, we need to airlift Jews out. Okay, so wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Before the war started, you airlifted all the Jews out, and then you did a conscription where you started grabbing 15-year-old boys and men up to the age of 65 and women off the streets. Well, okay, there are no Jews, and what does that mean? Sounds like a massacre of Christians uh, that they've been doing for two years, at least. Uh, it's disgusting. But I, 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 uh, I say keep an eye out for this false flag about Russia is what I'm looking for. Well, thank you for the call, sir. And let's Thanks, go Richard, to Liz. Yep. Yes, sir, Joe. Let's yeah, go to good call. Good call. Our next caller is Lynn in Maryland tonight. Uh, good evening, Lynn. And what is on your mind, ma'am? Hey, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. I, Thank you. Okay. I did my cussing and yelling earlier, so I'll just leave it at that. But let me share my thing about the crazy day, and I hope people in Austin are okay. 7.30 this morning, the police in my area went to serve somebody about some animal cruelty thing. Now, I don't know why cops went and did that. Well, isn't that what animal control does? But three cops got shot. The person actually has been barricaded in the house all day. And in the afternoon, late afternoon, they still hadn't figured out who the person is who's barricaded in the house all day. Tell me that the world isn't off its axis or something. Okay? So that's just my piece of, hmm, well, there you go. Now, the wonderful Zionists, they've actually started evacuating the last available hospital. Okay? Because I guess that's how they're going to protect those people down in Jaffa, right? The million people jammed in that little area. Okay? 
So the one hospital. What I'd like to know is how many people are on here on RBN? Because why aren't you all making numerous phone calls every day, doing what you can? People are out there shutting down bridges and roads trying to stop this nonsense. I called the State Department today and said, stop it. Stop killing the Palestinians. It's not just in Gaza. You've got to realize what they're doing to the people in the West Bank. And what I have been saying for weeks and months is they're not stopping with the Palestinians. They are going to go to Lebanon and Jordan and Syria. They already own us, for God's sake. This needs to end. We, the people, are this government. And why the hell did the Republicans pull the part about the border out of that bill? I mean, there might have been parts you didn't like about it, but at least it was doing something. And then you got some militia down in Texas for the border. And what, they had them staged 30 miles away? I have had it with nonsense. It's time we all put our foot down and said, no, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. But you know what? They aren't televising the revolution. So that's what we are up against. And everybody needs to mobilize or speak up. Do what you can. Call who you can. Call the White House, call every congressman and every senator you can, and just leave a message, speak to a staffer, get their name, and get your voice out there, because we, the people, don't want all these people killed with our bullets, our ammo, our weapons, when we ought to be helping those people, not helping to genocide them. And I got another book I'll recommend besides the one I've been recommending. Genocide, the Holocaust, in Israel and Palestine. First-person history in times of crisis by Omer Bartov, B-A-R-T-O-V. I love when Jews write the books. You know, if they tell the truth, I like hearing it. You know, because there aren't a lot of them that tell the truth. You know, it's what I like about Eric Alderman. His book's great. We are not one. We're not. I mean... Those did, and, and you can't read the Bible like those fools over there have anything to do with the Israelites in the Bible. They don't. They're murderers. They're terrorists. Well, sir, it's important to some Christians out there of different sects. Uh, I don't think it's important to David or I, but David, would you like to respond to yeah. uh, at Lynn? Well, she's absolutely right. Uh, first of all, uh, the Ashkenazi Jews have no ties whatsoever to that part of the world. They're clearly Eastern European, Turco-Mongoloid admixtures with European. Uh, and uh, these are not people from the Middle East or, or anything like it. It's, it's absurd. And that's why they don't do DNA tests in Israel, because they don't want that getting out. It's, it's pretty obvious if you just look at their faces uh, that's where they're from. Everybody who knows anything knows that. And, of course, yeah, the thing about the hospital is atrocious. Uh, the very last hospital is being closed down. I mean, this is uh, mass punishment on an unforeseen scale. This is uh, horrific. And um, I can't believe that this has the veneer of legitimacy in the West at all. It's it's absolutely disgusting. And America and any country that supports this is going to lose all credibility with any any uh, nation or people with a conscience or um, the ability to see things for what they are. 
Yeah, and you can't believe a word Netanyahu says. Poor Putin. I'm sorry, but you can. You know, kind of like any politician almost, but especially Netanyahu. I mean, they'll tell you anything, and then they pull the, you know, we're all anti-Semitic. And believe me, I broke the golden rule, you know, because you're not supposed to say Israel shouldn't exist. Well, I started saying it. I know who needs to get off that land. They should have never been given it in the first place. And that's where they came up with the name, because they played people for fools because they pulled the God's Chosen People card. I mean, it's just how dumb can we all be, right? Down to the Balfour Declaration, Lord Shaftesbury and Balfour and all nine yards, you know. And then everybody feels guilty and, you know, while they solve their Jewish problem over there in Britain. I mean, come on, come on. And once those those guys dressed up in garb and went in that hospital, I'm like, okay, now you know what happened October 7th. There you go. The ends justifies the means with these people. They have a goal, and it's to take all that land. When they went in there back in the 30s and 40s, the majority of the population were, were Palestinians. It was the nation of Palestine, no matter what any Christian wants to tell you. You know, and I'm a Christian, but I'm tired of the lies. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm mad. And today's my late husband's birthday. So it's a doozy day. <laughs> well, no. I'm glad you're you all to... are there, but please make phone calls. Do what you can. Let's try to save somebody. Listen to the recording of that poor little girl that they killed in that Thank car. You. Thank, Thank you for you. the call. Bless your heart. I appreciate, I appreciate it, Lynn. Thank you, David. Always great to have you here, brother. And folks, please support the station. Go to Thank Republic. you, Richard. Thank you, sir. And folks, please support the station so that we will speak again soon and transcend the construct. Regards. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network.